Welcome to For the Love of Jewelers, a podcast connecting people engaged in the craft and industry of jewelry making. Brought to you by Rio Grande Jewelry Supplies and hosted by yours truly, Courtney Gray, founder of Creative Side Jewelry Academy in Austin, Texas. I'm honored and excited to take you on this journey to discover not only the how, but why we make jewelry. My goal is to not only inform you, but to empower you by sharing the passion, perspective, and perseverance of your fellow makers and professionals in all facets of the craft. Let's dive in. Raised with both Eastern and Western influences, Melbourne-based artist Mernoush Ganji is the founder of Mer Atelier. She had an industrial design background before she discovered the world of jewelry making. Her beautifully designed, exceptionally crafted, and precision-engineered piece, Prospect Palace, took first place in the Argentium Silver category for the Saul Bell Design Awards 2019. You guys can check out her collection by visiting mareatelier.com. Hey guys, we're here at the Santa Fe Symposium, and I'm sitting here with the beautiful Mernoush Ganji. Did I say your name correctly? Yes, you Yay, did. Yay, I got it. I'm getting better and better. Uh, she just won first place for uh, Prospect Palace is the piece, correct? Yes, it is. Uh, guys, this is an extremely intricate piece. It's beautiful. It's all in silver, sterling silver? Uh, it's a sterling silver, fine silver, 18 karat yellow gold, and 18 karat white gold, oh and enamel. No gemstones. <laughs> mixing metals. To, yes, to, mixing yeah. metals. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. What, um, what influenced you or who influenced you to enter the Saul Bell Design Award? Actually, I made this piece to challenge myself and to learn some new skills. And, um, you know, I just was inspired by a uh, architectural monument. And uh, I wanted to make this piece. But when I finished it, I wanted to enter somewhere, you know, uh, that is suitable for this piece. And I was uh, following the Solbel uh, Design Award for years and years and uh, admiring um, the designers and makers. And then I thought, okay, probably it's a good fit. Yeah, so I entered and, uh, yeah, surprisingly, <laughs> I've uh, uh, got chosen as a finalist. Amazing. So yes. this was the first year that you've submitted? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and how do you feel like being in front of your peers and winning first place for this category? Feeling amazing, feeling amazing, feeling so proud of myself and uh, very encouraged to continue and yeah, to make um, more beautiful pieces. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. There's nothing like winning an award like this or even... Even losing an award like this, I would say, yeah. to kind of push you forward a little. It's like, okay, I'm going to work harder. I'm going to make even more spectacular work, right? Yes, exactly. And um, you know what I think? I think there is no losing. You know, you enter and if um, if um, you win or if you've been chosen, then okay, it's fantastic. But if not... You still learn something and, you know, you push your boundaries a little bit more and you try next time, you know, your mistakes and always is winning, winning, I think. Yeah, yes. even the failure. Yes. yes, I love it. And failure is such a harsh word. <laughs> but um, we were talking earlier with a, another winner, just keep throwing those darts, you know, mm -hmm. just keep 
keep trying. Don't don't give up because exactly. you get a no because mm-hmm. you're not always going to get a yes. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's the balance. So. Mm-hmm. What got you into jewelry in the first place? When did you begin, Manoush? Uh, I have a Bachelor of uh, Industrial Design, and I was working in the industrial design field for some years. Mm. And um, then as a hobby, I started to learn jewelry in a private school. Uh, Then I thought, okay, I love this, and I want to continue, and this is my calling, and uh, I just felt so much passion for that. And... I continued, I uh, studied um, jewelry design in um, Melbourne um, Polytechnic, Uh and then uh, I worked for a very well-known industry master uh, in Melbourne for Uh one one year, and then I started my own practice. When did you arrive in Melbourne? Was it for this program, or before you were working there before, right? when I arrived in Melbourne mm-hmm. uh, in 2012. Okay. Yeah. Where did you come from? Originally? Iran. Oh, Iran. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. That was quite a transition, I guess. Yes. Okay. It was a huge, huge change for me. Wow. <laughs> and what was that like ad- adapting for you into, was it just felt like a whole new culture? Or? Uh, actually, I loved, I loved it, love it from the first day. Yeah. I loved Melbourne. I loved people, culture. It's very multicultural and it's a vibrant city and people are so kind and beautiful. And mm. I just love the nature and because it's, um, um, be- it has a beautiful nature. So I really fell in love. But of course, you know, you miss your hometown and you miss your family and friends and mm. what you were you know, uh, growing up with, and uh, that's the hard part, but uh, I think of it as a blessing for myself, because I have to push myself, learn new new things, and challenge myself, and um, probably if I wasn't in that situation, I didn't have lots of opportunity that I have now, Mm -hmm. and then I appreciate everything more, so I don't uh, take anything for granted. I appreciate, you know, everything that I have, all the opportunities and, you know, all the new things that happen to me. Yeah. And it's something that we all can take for granted. Yeah. Uh, well, I think humans in general, we could take, yeah, exactly. any, take things for granted when you you just grow up with you know, certain uh, access to things or opportunities that you may not have in other countries. I think that's a really interesting point. Yes. And I can see it's pushing your work to a, a level oh, yeah. of, of excellence. Um, what? Where do you sell your work? Do you have gallery representation at this time? Or? Um, not yet, but okay. I'm preparing my collection. Mm-hmm. So when I'm back in Melbourne, I'm going to represent my work to some galleries. But I have some private customers and, you know, it's like custom-made pieces of jewelry, so I make some custom-made uh, pieces of jewelry, nice. make to order. <clears throat> so I sit in front of the customer and design, um, or develop a design with the you know kind of ideas that a customer thinks, and then mm-hmm. I make that happen. Oh, isn't that fun? Yes, it's so much fun. We've been having this conversation all weekend. It's um, you know, or all week. What day is it? It's Tuesday. 
Yes. yes. Tuesday. <laughs> when you go to a symposium, it's like time becomes yeah, know, not irrelevant. Yeah, and, and it exactly. flies quickly, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? So mostly custom design. Yes. And what is the the goal? You said you're going to be reaching out to some galleries. Do you have your eye on any galleries? And yes. What's that journey been like, finding who you want to represent your work? Um, it wasn't that hard because in Australia, you don't have so many choices. Mm. I like to be represented in some international galleries as well. Mm -hmm. But yeah, first probably uh, start from home and then expand it to uh, more. Keep it local. Exactly. It's a little easier yeah, to, yeah. to create relationships. And exactly. then once you get that representation, go from there. Yeah. Very cool. And so do you have any new materials you're going to explore? You're already doing white gold, yellow gold, silver, yeah. combining yeah. these metals and precious gemstones. Yeah. I really love to work on gold. Yeah. Uh, because it, it's like butter. Yellow gold. <laughs> it's beautiful. And yeah. the color and everything, the polishing, you know, everything is much easier. And, um, you know, I think it's um, more worth the time and energy and effort that you put into a work. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I'm pretty happy with silver, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you have such a consistent style, uh, cohesive yeah. and we can see that, oh, this, is, this was made by Marinouche. And that's, okay. I think that's a great quality that um, can be difficult for some artists to find that voice, so to speak, or that consistent, cohesive look in their work. So you'll have you'll do great in the galleries because you know you want to show at least three or four pieces that are together as a collection. Yeah. Um, that look like again, consistency is the word. Yeah, sure. Um, tell me about your business name and where we find you online. Uh, my business name is Mer Atelier, so M E H R A T E L I E R uh, dot com. Perfect. And, um, yeah, Mare is a part of my name. It means love and it's the divinity of oath and um, um, love in old Persian language. Okay. So, yeah, I thought it's a good fit for my business because I put um, trust and love into my work. So <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. And... Um, you mentioned here that it, on your site as well, I saw that you like really creating for women. Is this correct? Or like, yes, yeah. I love women uh, empowerment because uh, as I was growing up, I had a lot of um, uh, limitations. Like I couldn't express myself as a girl in the society. And uh, that was really a challenge for me. So mm. I try to find my voice and be confident and I try to uh, translate this feeling in my piece by creating bold and um, uh, confident pieces of jewelry so the wearer can feel confident and especially women mm. um, just be bold and just express who you are mm -hmm. yeah yeah fully yes that had to be a big transition for you when you got to Australia, I guess, where you started to kind of feel a little bit more free yeah. to express yourself. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. That's an exciting journey. <laughs> yes, it is. It's like becoming a woman, you know, like becoming just this external, I don't know how to describe yeah, exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I love it. And I encourage all the women to just step into their power and just 
feel feel uh, powerful because they are mm. and um i think if we uplift each other we can do anything i love and everything. that yes Ooh, you need to do a <laughs> whole line around just that you know the empowerment um line maybe you already have maybe i haven't found it yet <laughs> i love this and so are you full-time uh Marnoush, yes, I am. yes you've I am. just dedicated yourself yes to the craft i love it your work is absolutely exquisite thank you you guys really need to go check this out it's incredibly intricate fine work uh, multi-metal and just precision right like ge uh, very geometric yes i love geometry i love okay. geometry yeah. yeah i can see that by looking at the work she's um well, Mernish has pieces for sale on her website as well. And all you gallery owners out there, she's got the Saul Bell Design Award behind her name now as well. First place for oh. the Silver Argentium Category 2019. I uh, want you guys to look her up for sure. And Mernish, would you like to share anything else with your community here uh, before we say goodbye? Um, I'd like to say thank you to you first um, for inviting me. And I... Uh, like to say, um, just be who you are, express yourself, and be brave and bold and powerful. Mm. Thank you. I love that. We'll see you back at the lectures, Marnoush. And hopefully next year, maybe sure. submit again. Yes. Keep going. All right. Sure. Thank you. You're most welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you all for joining me for this episode of For the Love of Jewelers, brought to you by Rio Grande Jewelry Supply honored to serve our vibrant industry since 1944. If you enjoyed this episode, and we hope you did, you can find a digital download by visiting riograndecom keyword podcast. Be sure to subscribe and share this with fellow movers and shakers, and please feel free to add any comments or questions below. I'm Courtney Gray, and until next time, onward and upward.